How you doing? It's a Wednesday morning, and I hope you all had a great sleep. How is it? How's the weather today, Brandon? Oh, it is Wednesday morning. It's probably cold. It's probably very, very cold. We're recording this on not Wednesday morning, but we are recording this on a day that's been very, very cold. So that narrows it down by, like, nothing. <laughs> we complained a lot during the summer that it was too hot, and now that it's winter, we're planning, complaining... We're complaining that it's too cold. I think I'd take the heat over the cold. I don't know. It was pretty miserable. I feel like we had several episodes. Several, several episodes where we complained that it was too hot. Yeah. At least I had complained. Well, the nice thing is you can add clothes to the cold. And that makes it better. Right. So anyway, <laughs> real high energy here today. Yeah. Welcome to the Bargain Den, everybody. Welcome to the Bargain Den. I'm Donna. And I'm Brandon. And that was the classic sound of a door closing. <laughs> when one door closes, another opens. And this is the Bargain Den. And here at the Bargain Den, what we like to do is we like to watch movies. We watch those movies and we choose those movies to watch out of Bargain Bins and bargain-related bargain areas, clearance <laughs> sections, if you will. And we watch them, and we try to determine whether or not they are bargain-worthy. Do they deserve the title to be bargain? Do they embody what it means to be frugal? We take all the merits, we put them in a cauldron, a witch's cauldron, <laughs> and slush them about, and when we pull it out, we say either bargain or not bargain. Or trash. Or On trash. rare occasion. On rare occasion. Man. <laughs> Sometimes, when we have Cajun seasoning, yeah, when that, it's okay, dead joke. The end. no, no, it was great. It was great. I was just still ruminating on my poor choice in enunciation, and we're a great choice. Glass half full. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it was wrong. So the bottle of Cajun seasoning half full. Bottle of Cajun and seasoning. Cajun in season? Cajun. Cajun. We said it too many times. <laughs> it's lost all of its meaning. Nicholas Cajun. <laughs> How fitting. Today's movie. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. It doesn't have Nicholas Cage or Nicholas Cajun. Or any Cajun related things. Yeah. Yeah. No Cajuns at all. In any sense. Again, the word has lost its meaning. <laughs> Um, but before that, Donna, how you doing? I'm doing great. I've got milkshakes on my lap. She's a very She's sleepy kitty. Purring away. It's wonderful. She's keeping me warm. How have you been? Been all right. It's been a week. Yeah, it's been a week. As it is every week after the following week. <laughs> But when we go into talking about this movie, if you want to watch it and don't want the plot ruined to it, um, then, you know, maybe skip to a different episode or go watch the movie and then come back to this one. 
or listen to it and then decide whether or not you want to watch it because you feel as though, you know, maybe, hey, now that I see that it's a bargain movie, I can feel comfortable watching it and bringing that kind of frugality into my life. Or maybe like to live life on the edge. Or maybe you'll find that it's not a bargain movie. You think, well, I'm really glad I listened to this podcast instead of spending twice as long watching that movie. Egg. Exactly. So, you know, we're going to spoil it. You can't make that joke every time. I didn't make it. I, I specifically didn't make it the last, like, four episodes so that I could make it again. I'm pretty sure you have made nah. the Spongebob reference. No. Nah. Spoil it. Again, no. <laughs> so this week, we watched Airplane 2, the sequel to Airplane. <laughs> we did. Um... And it's uh, it's your turn to talk about this movie. Yes, yes it is. So, it's been a long time since I've seen Airplane 1. Or just Airplane as it's commonly known. Uh, and I don't think you have to have seen the first one to watch the second one. I am an example of that. So, we're just going to jump right into it. So, we've got our main character, Ted Stryker. And... He and Elaine Dickinson are in love. And they also have to do with airplanes. What? (laughs) So. That's not how the movie even starts. (laughs) Just setting up. Setting up. A movie that didn't happen. No. So Ted is in an insane asylum. And he had test piloted. This new. Oh my gosh. Speaking of an airplane. (laughs) Too many bargained in miracles happen. (laughs) I hope that registered. It did. Very much did. Ever so slightly, but it was very present. Ted Stryker's out there now. Anyway, Paying homage to the bargain dinner. There's no way that you can spend too long describing the plot of this movie. You've got to do it. I know. <laughs> so he had test piloted this new shuttle to take people up to the moon. And it was not ready. There was faulty wiring. But instead of fixing it, they sent him to an insane asylum. Well, now... Elaine's new fiance is the captain, and he and her are going to take the first trip to the moon on it, along with the plane full of passengers. Ted Stryker sees this in the paper and is like, I gotta save these people. So he escapes from the insane asylum, manages to get on board this flight to the moon, spends half of the movie panicking and trying to convince Elaine that he's not trying to win her back, he's just trying to save these people. And through a series of mishaps and excellent comedy and jokes, um, the computer fights back. They fight back on the computer, defeat the computer, and successfully land on the moon. Yay! You know, and then, yeah, Elaine and Ted end up together. Yeah. Married. Married. That was the quickest description of a movie you've ever given. That's about right, actually. That was pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the plot. Yeah. Plain and simple. I'm sorry, what and simple? 
plain and simple. <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, they announced that there's going to be an airplane three, and there wasn't. Well, and then they were like, that'd be too predictable. And then so there wasn't. I guess you're right. William <laughs> Shatner said so. Yeah, there were some uh, some great actors in this. Um, mostly jokes. Mostly jokes. Um, yeah, I mean, that was... We're at the eight-minute mark of the <laughs> intro. Um, you wanted me to get through it. You got through it, God darn it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, because everything else in between the plot was just jokes. There were like 80 different subplots that were literally just jokes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You want to, you want to tell what your favorite joke was from it? Oh, there's so many. Yeah, I mean, that was most of the movie, but. How could I even begin? Well, just pick one. Oh, well, what can we start with yours? Sure. I very much enjoyed on the moon. There were these automatic opening (laughs) doors and the like voice activation for opening them was the same noise that the doors made. (laughs) Describing this joke is not very funny, but basically all the time, every time one of the people would have to walk up to the door, they would go and then the door would replicate that noise as it opened and then they would go, they would turn and face the door to close it and then and it just happened so it'd be like two minutes of like yeah this is great audio also <laughs> so good um mm. very funny uh, and i said this earlier but uh i don't mean to go all andy rooney but do they make movies like this anymore i don't believe so i don't believe so i think one of my favorite jokes I have to say one of, because it's just the one I keep thinking about, is when he's escaping from the insane asylum, and it shows him running past the brick and, like, dodging the spotlights, and then he runs through one, and it's a jazz singer, like, lounge singer singing in the spotlight. I'm pretty sure that was making fun of a very particular person. I want to say it was, like, Tony Robbins or something. you want to say something while I look for this? I would also like to say that Donna is referring to it as an insane asylum because that is what the movie referred to it as. Mm-hmm. Not. It was a Reagan-era old-fashioned insane asylum where they beat people. Right. And made fun of how people treat people with mental illnesses. And it was... That was also very... There was a lot of, like, borderline bad taste jokes that just still hold up, though. <laughs> Donna, Donna Edwards. <laughs> mm, so many good jokes. I just... I couldn't even begin. Yeah. Oh, it was Jack Jones played the lounge singer? I don't know if that helps anything. Oh, There's no the picture. Okay. Yeah. Well, it I, might be the, a real-life lounge singer. I don't no, know. I don't think so. It was I pretty just, funny, though. I thought it was making fun of, like, maybe a Frank, Frank Sinatra kind of type of thing. I could be wrong. I don't know people. Well, all right. Well, I guess let's get into it. We don't need to stay somewhere longer than we have to. Okay. So, um, well, should we skip on down to the clearance aisle? Yes. You remembered it. (laughs) 
Can I confess something to you, Donna? Yeah, I'll take a confession. It sounded like you were going to say no, almost. I thought about it. Okay. I'm ready, though. I can stand it. No, it's okay. I don't have to tell you. I want to know. I don't like planes flying overhead. Airplanes flying overhead scares me. Mm. That's understandable, I'd say. I don't know why I don't have any rationale behind it, but it just kind of freaks me out. No, I, I agree. I mean, I don't feel like I feel it to the extent that you do, but it's a little unnerving, especially when they fly low. It's just unnatural. They're big metal birds. <laughs> Is it funny to you, my fear? No. Sorry. It sounds funny to you. Mjolnir's wrapped herself up in the blankets on the floor... <laughs> and she's just needing nothingness and purring very loudly. <laughs> just very cute and distracting. It's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, planes are kind of scary. <laughs> That's not what we're here for. Is it a bargain movie? Okay. One point I want to point out. <laughs> what else did you do with the point? <laughs> I want to point this point out. I want to point out this point. And point and at hopefully it. Hopefully it'll point us in the right direction. And yeah, I hope you have a point. <laughs> if you could get to your point, I'd appreciate it. So my point is... I hope you say it very poignantly. <laughs> they didn't bring enough coffee. That caused mass panic on the airplane. Not frugal. I mean, what's the one thing you're going to serve on a flight? It's probably like water, water. and coffee. Especially, like, this is in the 80s, question mark? It's coffee, you know? Like, they still have smoking sections. Oh, my God, can I say that was probably one of my other favorite jokes? Was she asked the guy to put out his cigarette, and so he opened the window to the plane. While they're in space. While they're in space. It's ridiculous. It's a very ludicrous <laughs> movie. Um, good point. Uh, um... I uh, didn't think that, um, I thought that the special effects that they used for the, that were clearly models were very frugal hmm. and, and funny, frugal and funny. And they got the point through really well. It didn't detract from the movie. It was very good. Agreed. Um, uh, uh, very silly movie. <laughs> Uh, they had a tremendous amount of actors. Not frugal? Question mark? No, no, <laughs> no. I take I, that point I've away. I've seen very few movies with so many actors. <laughs> you, I, Especially actors with actual, like, character <laughs> names. You make the weirdest points. <laughs> To movies. I have been with you for almost eight years now, Donna, and you <laughs> point out the weirdest things in movies. It was the most act you. the most actors you've seen in a movie. Like with real characters that have names that aren't them, probably, yeah. <sighs> no name I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you don't like my point, we can trash it. I just... You gooberhead. What do you mean? There... It's a lot of people to pay. 
adds more to the credits at the end. Gotta pay someone to make those credits. It's probably by the hour. There, there is, I mean, like, you're making me rack my brain for all the movies that have more, I, what metric? Was it like you saw like the fifth person or sixth person that had a name and you're like, man, this There movie. were so many people. Name them, name, name, name them, please. Here we go. No, 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 no. I don't mean with IMDb because they gave the people names. No, give it no, back. Give no. it back. Listen, I don't know any actors anyway. How would I name everybody? That's not the point. Point is they had a lot of actors. Wait, are you talking with a lot of parts? Are you saying are you saying that there's a lot of actors in this movie that had names? Like in oh, comparatively to the movies with the no-name actors? Or are you talking about like no, like, the, there were a lot of actors and not just extras. I think that's just because they named a bunch of people for funny jokes. But, like, they weren't just people on the plane. Like, everyone on the plane had very specific lines and choreography. They all had one-liners and bits Yeah, the movie. but yeah. so they had parts and you had to pay them probably more you, than you would you, an extra. You hurt my soul with your <laughs> points. I don't understand. <laughs> Well, I don't want to hurt your soul. Because, like, you're not wrong, but you're wrong. <laughs> like... Please explain that. I mean, there was a lot of actors, but that cannot come nearly close to the most actors with names and lines in a movie. Now I really want to Google it. <sighs> Avengers. Eh... <laughs> <laughs> That's just one that happens to spring to mind. If you want to go ahead and make the next point, I'll just look this up. You've stopped me in my tracks. I can't even <laughs> think. The most actors in a movie that have lines. The most the most words said in a movie by the most amount of people. What are you Googling for that? I searched... Movie with the most actors with characters with names. And I would I would literally poop my pants if it was like Airplane 2, the sequel. I would poop my pants. It would be a podcast first. I would poop my pants live on podcast. Mm. I'm not getting a most characters what? in the movie. That, <laughs> what? Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. That Google search didn't come up good for you. <laughs> I'm really, I've been not doing Google search as well lately. You've been not Googling good? Yeah. You've been Googling bad. That was one of my favorite spinoffs from that hit TV show. If I search movie Breaking with the most bad. characters, it just goes to like, you're the best characters of all time. You're, you'll have to do... Oh, movie body counts. Well, it won't be the same because they're not extras. Or because they are extras. But never mind, because this list is the highest kill count. That's all I'm coming up with when I search for the most characters. Well, what movie has the highest kill count? Ogami Ito. How many people die? 150. Well, let's work down that list. I want to hear some more. Then there's... Oh, that's the character in Lone Wolf and Club, White Heaven and Hell. Uh, then there's Shoot 'em Up, 
Had 141 body count. Oh, I liked Shoot 'em Up. That was a good movie. I haven't Not seen a, it. No, you know what? I want to refrain from referring to it as a good movie. I, I <laughs> The scene I remember, one of the particular ones was, it's got Clive Owen in it. And at the very beginning, there's a woman and there's a big shootout between him and I think Paul Giamatti. I know he's in that, but... And then the mom's giving birth to a baby and he has to shoot the umbilical cord. Whoa. Yeah. It's intense. Very intense. These are characters with the highest kill count, by the way. Okay. Um, then there's John Preston in Equilibrium takes number three with 118. Equilibrium. That was, was that Ethan Hawke? Uh, I don't know. I think so. I've seen it, but it's been a while. Wow. Yeah. So go to number four. This is what this podcast is about. <laughs> um, number four is Topper Harley Hot Shots. Okay. Um, hang on, because it's it's showing differently when I pull it up, actually, versus... Okay, uh, the number five is Tetsuo and Akira, 96 dead. Rambo comes in at number six with 87 for the body count. Good try. Good try, Mr. Salone. <laughs> Anywho. No, come on, we're almost at 10. There's 25 here. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> and I don't recognize a lot of these. Blade and Blade 2 got 77. They're number 9. Good for Blade. Um, Kill Bill was number 11. For The Bride got 76 body count. You're starting to sound, starting to sound like you're like calling people in like a waiting room. Kill Bill got number 11. Kill Bill, number 11. Blade in Blade 2. Blade in Blade 2, number 9. Rambo. Rambo, number six. No, Rambo. 87. Rambo. Rambo, number six. 87. Akira, 97. Akira, 97. Rambo, your order is still on the counter. Rambo, six. 87. No. There's another Rambo. <laughs> oh, is there another Rambo on the list? Wait. Some Ram... Well, okay. Rambo and Rambo 3 came in at number 13 with 72. They lowered the count moving down, like, as they went on Rambos. Yeah, he apparently. Was, he was less Rambocious. Bo... <laughs> no, that was good. <laughs> Thank you for the pity. Blade and Blade One came in. It's okay. We'll stop. Um, uh, I am Legend is on this list. Number what? twenty. Robert Neville body count fifty six. Killed lots of zombies. Okay, I really need to stop. I'm sorry. Look, I mean, there's just some people that like lists. <laughs> and? And is this a frugal movie? Who knows? Um, point not, towards not frugal. 
the faulty wiring, if they would have just fixed that... They would have just done fixed it. I mean, launching a ship up into space is not cheap. Although, they did manufacture a way to where they started the ship by just jumping it with a car. So that's pretty cheap, I think. <laughs> it's a, it's a dumb movie. It's so, it's so dumb. So good. It was. I just want to talk about other stuff. Do you ever watch any of the scary movies? Any mm. of the parodies? No, I never watched any of them. Not all the way through. So it was a little bit too much pride, Donna. I I super never had the urge to want to watch any of them. I don't have much to say about them, but <laughs> they're in that vein of parody goofiness. There's just something about the jokes start and they just don't stop. That's just such a such a vain a committee. But Airplane just does it so well. Yeah, have you ever seen Naked Gun? No. Oh, you love Naked Gun. It's the same, same boat. Mm. It's kind of a, a James Bond goof em up. It's good. Yeah, they're all... It's like Spaceballs, too. Mm, Spaceballs was good. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah, Mel Brooks kills it. Do you know his son? This podcast is just about (laughs) random movie nothing at this point. His son is Max Brooks, who wrote the zombie survival guide. I do know that. Because you told that to me when we first started dating. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I feel like this movie operated on cheap jokes and did it well, but the whole thing was just cheap jokes, and therefore you should watch Airplane 2 because it's frugal. I I have to agree. Yay! Yay. We finally got another one in the frugal bin. Frugal. What was that? I don't know. I'm just cheering. I'm excited. You sounded like a Super Smash Brothers announcer announcing frugal, like announcing a fighter. If I was like, who do I want to play this round? Oh, I want to beat this guy. Frugal. <laughs> Pikachu. Frugal. <laughs> fr- 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 frugal. Frugal. Ice climbers. That <laughs> <laughs> was very good. Thanks. I'm sleepy. Hi, Sleepy. Oh, what nice. happened to Brandon? <laughs> oh. You've done that joke man. for many years. And you know what? Airplane does it the best. What, that joke? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's his same. When he's in court talking about... (laughs) What was that joke? Oh, yeah. He's like... And how did he perform? Or... Well, Buddy did alright, but, you know, so-and-so, whatever. And he almost lost it. And he almost lost it? No, Buddy almost lost it. How he managed, I don't know. How he managed? No, buddy managed. He sounds so much like your dad. You <laughs> <laughs> sound like your dad retelling a story. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, this has been The Bargain Den. Watch Airplane 2, the sequel. You don't even have to watch the first, but I do recommend watching the first. I've spun too far. I've spun. I can't spin back. Come Ah! back to me, Brandon. Thank you to the Lounge Kittens for intro and outro music. As always, thank you. 
what you want to do it? No, go ahead. Go right ahead. Are you you're gonna, you're are on you, a roll. Are you gonna look up the bargain air? Yeah. I've already done it. I know. I'm I still know. doing it anyway. You're still doing it. Welcome to our trust issued marriage. Oh, um, Brandon. Oh, just kidding. Um, thank you to Sarah and Anastasia for our artwork for the intro and outro and all sides. Thank you uh, to Anchor for hosting our podcast and allowing us to publish it in many, many places. And thank you to our bargain heir, which is Clancy. Doubter, McDowder face. <laughs> Let's hear it. You want to say it? You want to take time, look it up? You doubt me. You doubt my skills. It is. It Clancy. is Clancy. Congratulations, Clancy. Any word on the internet from anybody? If you ever happen to be, if you see a white male actor <laughs> that looks somewhat similar to. Another plane? Yeah, there's another. I think this one's a helicopter. And the cat's fought. And lightning strikes! That's the second time I made that joke in two episodes. In a row. I guess you can make the spoiled jokes if I can make the uh, Garth Brooks jokes. Is that Garth Brooks? Mm -hmm. The Thunder Rolls? Um, Man. I want to say not. You're you're the pop culture guy. Apparently not. Oh, you're right. It's Garth Brooks. Good job, baby. You're damn right. I don't know why I ever even second guess you. Well, that's because I got Joan Cusack and <laughs> uh, Jamie Lee Curtis mixed up last week. Wow, life's gotten kind of weird. <laughs> I need to talk in the microphone more. Yeah, you're really, really far away right now. No, I'm the same distance as you. See, shit, I fucking am an idiot. God. <laughs> No, you're not. You're, you are being very silly, though. I'm like one foot away from it, and you're like three or four. I am, but I'm a man. I have, I'm a man. I'm 40. I get, uh, this podcast is trash at the moment. <laughs> we, uh, but I, I was, I mean, for every um, decibel I make, you only make 7.7 decibels. So. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. Ain't that the truth. Bye. B- bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Hey, uh, thanks for listening. If no, you want to support our, our podcast on Anchor, you can become a listener there and support us. Um, and you can also tell your friends about it. I'd really appreciate it. And I assume Brandon would, too. <laughs> thanks. Rate and review on iTunes. You could be the next bargainer. Okay, bye. No, I'm Brandon. I'm Donna. Nah. Stay frugal. Wow, wow, wow.